investors scored key on five, five different states. That's New Jersey and South Dakota, Montana, Arizona. They legalized and South Dakota, Mississippi had medical. So 31% live in states that have recreational cannabis that's legal. So Tilray and Aurora, both Canadian companies, um, could see that their two stocks rallying, representing a shift in the market's belief about if and when full U.S. cannabis legalization could occur. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. All right, continuing on with our coverage of cannabis stocks, looking at revenue income trackers, as well as pot stocks, both gainers and losers, and what they're doing, at least through the election. Huge pop uh, Monday after mainstream media posted that Biden was the winner. Stocks went crazy, 1,500 points. It accounted for almost 5%. And to give you an idea, the S&P generally doesn't move more than 15% in a year. So for it to give that much in one day is about the equivalent of three months. Now it's going to give most of that back. I'm just saying on a day-to-day basis, quite a bit. So let's dive in and see kind of what's happening with cannabis stocks quarter over quarter. We can see that MedMen is down 40%, Planet 13 down 35%, uh, Tilt Holdings down nine. So Tilray is only down two. I'm kind of surprised they're not down even more than that, but just writing it out, I suppose. Uh, Forefront Ventures, they're doing pretty well year over year, 404% growth. Now that's from giving back a lot of their assets. So they'll have sale leaseback options on a lot of the property that they own or selling stuff just outright to get more cash. So yeah, it really depends on how you look at the numbers. And uh, if you know what's happening behind the scenes, that can kind of give you a, a better representation or understanding of how things are going uh, you know, back to MedMen, adjusted operating income of negative 45 million year over year down 24%, not too great. Looking at some other Canadian uh, reporting, Organogram down 22% year over year. So that is uh, it's pretty tough to, to come by or to get out, to dig yourself out of a hole, whereas Aurora is only down 1% for the quarter. for the year with a $44 million negative adjusted operating income. So not as bad as canopy growth, negative 284 million operating income, but it's 23% better than they had quarter over quarter and 77% better than they had year over year. Let's check out some uh, stock gainers and losers leading up to the election. You know, you could see Ianthus Capital at a 56% increase, but it's only trading at 12 cents. So would it go up six cents? I mean, come on. You also saw Aurora jumping 55%, but it's only nine bucks. So, you know, it was four and a half dollars. That's not very, it's not very good. So I would look at, um, I, I like the trading perspective and the volatility of Tilray. Now, this is not financial advice, but the volatility of Tilray going up and down, up and down is going to be a nice little play if that continues to, to uh, continue. I'm going to be trading that uh, to the negative side. I'll be playing that uh, bounce back and forth. So all in all, G-Dub Pharmaceuticals, they're up 4% trading at $114. That's what I'd like to see as a, a better price, 
as well as looking at volume, which none of this shows you. So I want to make sure it's not a pump and dump and that there is enough volume to support this, uh, as well as many, many other things like technicals and fundamentals and all sorts of stuff. But um, investing, no, not not really. But trading, yeah, I'll, I'll be trading some of these outside of our AI trading robot that really saw the pop on this weeks before, if not a month before, uh, we were alerted to uh, the breakout that cannabis stocks were going to have. And it'll be exciting to see next week uh, when we do our review, just how far we're up over the competition like PodX and MJ, uh, which we were above, I think, 140 something percent year over year last year against PodX. We'll see. Uh, we had a 92 percent. I think they must have been down almost 50 to get that. So yeah, not all, not all these uh, platforms are created equal. Speaking of that, I think every platform is crashing, whether you're on Robinhood or, um, you know, a more sophisticated platform, uh, they're all struggling right now because everyone's trying to jump in. So taking a look at this report from Benzinga, about three reasons cannabis stocks are soaring. Uh, Aurora, it's up 135% in the past two days alone, but really it's about the voters in New Jersey and Arizona, South Dakota, and Montana that legalized cannabis use on election day, while South Dakota and Mississippi also legalize medical marijuana. So new state laws are expanding the market and some FOMO, obviously people are wanting to jump in and Aurora is just kind of one of those where uh, I guess some of these, you know, quote investors thought that that would be a good opportunity to push that price up and we'll see uh, how long it stays before it crashes right back down. So some of these uh, reasons we'll, we'll call them is one that uh, there's one in three Americans that lives in a state in which recreational cannabis is legal. So not only has the latest vote expanded the number of legal cannabis customers, it's also applied significant pressure to neighboring states uh, not to follow suit or miss out on the business opportunities and tax revenue. One of those is Kentucky, whose uh, pension liabilities are 66% unfunded, or in other words, their pension is only 34% full. So they have a long ways to go. So Senator Mitch McConnell is going to have to figure that out and legalize cannabis uh, quick because they are by far the worst ones out there. Illinois, they were um, right along there, 36% funded, I think. And so that's obviously a huge impact or, or play of why Illinois went legal. Um, it certainly wasn't the tax revenue they were getting from Boeing, which was $0. So they got to figure out one way to get cannabis or to get revenue. Uh, and it's not from companies that they're incentivizing with zero taxes like Boeing. It's going to be the cannabis legalization that fills some of those coffers. Number two on why cannabis stocks are soaring is that cannabis legalization is no longer a blue state. The phenomenon giving cannabis measures passed easily in the conservative states of South Dakota, Montana, Mississippi. So while more than three out of four Democrats support cannabis Recent polls have found that slightly more than half of Republican voters now support it as well. CBD is the gateway to cannabis. And so a lot of older folks are seeing, especially during stay at home, that businesses are essential and that CBD products probably help. And I'm just kind of assuming that they're seeing not only dollar signs, but just the massive amount of information out there now is kind of getting people to realize that, hey, maybe big pharma isn't the way to go. Number three is that 
there's a, appears to be Republicans that maintain control of the Senate and voters in red states mentioned that they're sending a clear message to DC that cannabis legalization is an increasingly bipartisan national issue. So the more states that legalize national cannabis, especially populous ones like New Jersey and Arizona, the more pressure it puts on the federal government to address the issue, especially when uh, Mexico legalizes. You already have Canada. So when you have two countries, the DC is going to get FOMO really, really quick. So in addition to Canopy kind of going crazy in Aurora, you've also got Tilray. It's up 71% in the last couple of days. Kronos is up almost 40%. Uh, and again, Canopy was up 25%. So there's been some unusual activity for trading options. And so options or derivatives are really what pushes the market forward. And you can see, you can see that in uh, stocks like Tesla that absolutely make no sense that um, the amount of cars that Tesla makes versus the profit they're at, you can't put that much faith on a company there it's just beyond the fundamentals even technicals like you can love them that's yeah, that's fine there's a lot of tesla bros out there who love that but the price i mean I, i've shorted it on on a, a long-term anticipation uh protection security a leap option and that doesn't expire until 2022 so it's long term but that has the most intrinsic value so i'm believing that by this spring, Tesla is going to collapse because you just can't have a stock price that um, supports a company that doesn't really manufacture enough cars and yet it's more valuable than seven Japanese auto manufacturers combined more than the top three or four companies uh, worldwide. It just doesn't make sense whether you like it or not that's that mirage is going to pop and their price will come back down to reality eventually. Um, but options are the way to go. Options is what pushes a lot of this, these stock prices into a pandemonium sky high levels that really aren't feasible. So again, there's some unusually large stock options for Aurora and Tilray uh, surrounding post election rallies. So someone's putting in big money, thinking that, you know, something's going to pop or they're just gambling. <laughs> Cannabis stocks, they've been on fire since election day, two of the hottest ones. They've been Aurora and Tilray. Huge moves in Tilray over the past couple of days triggered some unusually large option trades last Friday. They made investors or gamblers made massive bets on where cannabis stocks might be headed. And it should be noted why it's important to look at derivatives because there are trillions and trillions of dollars in derivatives. So if you're looking at just the underlying stock, that that equity stock isn't really going to matter if there is a ton of derivatives. And so some of the, the major banks like um, Deutsche Bank are just struggling um, to really offload some of the derivatives that they have. So when you know, when the shit hits the fan, that's, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to push prices down into the pennies. That's why we saw banks like Bank of America trading under a dollar. That's why Wachovia is no longer around. Washington Mutual is no longer around. A lot of the banks aren't around because of the derivatives market. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.